0: Welcome to The Build-Up on Balls.ie, in association with Ladbrokes. Please bet responsibly. Visit dunlui.net for further information. Hello and welcome to The Build-Up here on Balls.ie, our weekly look ahead to the biggest events of the sporting weekend in, aso- in association with Ladbrokes. None bigger this week, of course, than The second major of the season in golf, the USPGA, it's live from Kiwa Island starting on Thursday this week, delighted to be joined by our golfing guru, uh, golf, U.S. golf writer, uh Mike Bailey. Mike, um, last time we had you on before the Masters, I was wondering, what was this look, run of luck going to run out? We've had you on for the last three or four majors. You uh, popped in at the last minute with Hideki Matsuyama, who, of course, cruised the victory. Uh, maybe not cruised, but uh, won the Masters, an unbelievable win. The one we've been waiting for from a Japanese golfer, from Matsuyama in particular, for so long. And you called it. So your run of luck is uh, is going very, very strong
1: here as we enter the PGA. So I uh, hope you're ready for this one. I hope I am too because I, I do enter some pools on these things. So it pays off for me as well. But uh, this, this is going to be a tough one to pick, I'll tell you. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely.
0: And we'll get into the contenders and everything else. But a couple of things I wanted to talk about before, which is the course one, which we'll get to in a second, but also the I'm just wondering what you think of it's 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 a kind of a constant debate and it will be really until it's kind of it's uh, it's put into our psyche that the PGA is now the second uh, you know, major of the year instead of the last one in August. How do you feel about the change? I don't know. There's something, I think there's something like inbuilt in our sporting, in our heads of what the sporting calendar should be. And the PGA popping up between the Masters and the U.S. Open just doesn't make a whole lot of sense quite yet, does it?
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I can understand why people feel that way. Um, and, and and it's funny because the PGA of America used to used to take pride in the fact that it was the last major of the year. But I think they're enjoying this new slot. For for a number of reasons, uh, while the while they liked being the last major, right now this is the time of year that that uh, yeah, golf peaks in popularity. The the Masters certainly brings that on and gets everybody into it. So They look forward to this tournament. Of course, we have the over here. We also have the Players Championship. Um, so I, I, you know, squeezing it in before the uh, U.S. Open, I don't think is a bad deal for the PGA. I think it brings a lot of excitement to it. Obviously it's different weather conditions. One of the problems of having it in, in August all those years, especially when it's in places like St. Louis and you know a lot of places in the United States, is that it's so hot and muggy and uh, you know unless they're having it in a northern location, even even in, you know places like New York can be pretty miserable in August. So mm. um, you know, it's usually better weather and speaking of weather, it looks like a great forecast this week. I hadn't checked it this morning, but yesterday, Uh, They were calling for like 80 degrees all week and and the wind would be variable as it always is when it's on the ocean. But right now the forecast, I didn't see anything for like 50 mile an hour wind and rain. So it looks like it's going to be good conditions as good as you can have for that type of course.
0: Yeah, absolutely. That's what I saw, too. So may- maybe just in the high 20s on Thursday and Friday, which is manageable, and even down to the teens in terms of uh, miles per hour wind on the weekend, which, you know, in some ways sounds like it could be really good golf. And like, I mean, yeah. that's it's going to be like DJ versus Speed versus Roy McIlroy, and they're all in the showdown. That sounds great. But the sadist in me, Mike, wants to see these guys not be able to hit the ball around and finish on two or three over. And for that, at somewhere like Kiowa, you need the wind up, don't you? And... You know, it could still happen. It's obviously a variable thing, but this is a course that can get very, very windy and borderline unplayable. It's right on the Atlantic Ocean.
1: Oh, a- absolutely. That That's just it. Even if it doesn't blow like crazy, um, I'm still predicting, even in good, really good weather conditions, I would be surprised if anybody does like 15 under because the problem with that course is even in, if the wind's not particularly strong is that there's not a lot of you know pete Dye doesn't put many bailout areas uh, especially if you're trying to hit the green so you know i mean i heard one of the guys talk about uh i think it was in fact i think it was shane lowry he said if you hit 13 or 14 greens you've done really well no matter Mm what um and you know you, you think about the u.s open and other majors, you know, a lot of times the leaders are hitting 17 or 18 grains. I mean, they're, they're that pinpoint accurate, but even when Rory won in 2012, I mean, he got up and down a lot at critical times um, and, you know, just had a tremendous short game and you need that there because there's water on all 18 holes. Um, you know, if you hit a draw and you got water all the way down the right side there, it's, it's a little bit spooky to, to start that ball out over water. If it doesn't come back, because, you know, you're dropping way back and you're bringing double and triple bogey into play in a lot of these holes if you don't play it safe and conservatively. So um, no matter what, I don't expect this golf course to play easy either. Plus, it's almost 8,000 yards.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's, it's, it's actually one of those courses I was reading today. It's, gonna, it's known as it has the reputation of the toughest course in America anyway, whether it actually plays that way anymore or not that just shows you kind of what the, what, what the players are up against this year. For people that aren't aware, and this is the great thing about the PGA, maybe a little bit less so the US Open, but still, like you know, it can throw up these courses that we haven't thought about in a long time or we certainly haven't seen in a long time. So this course, I think, known in this part of the world anyway for two major tournaments, the 1991 Ryder Cup, where Langer missed the putt right. to retain the Ryder Cup and spiky enough atmosphere, as, as my memory serves. And then, of course, in 2012, you just mentioned it there, uh, people might remember Rory destroying the field. Uh, you know, twenty-three-year-old Rory McIlroy, you know, getting right. his second major in two years, and you know, there was a. The, I don't know what – I know when he did the same at the U.S. Open the year before. That was what really announced him as a superstar of American sports. Say, but to do it again the following year here at, at like at Kiowa, most of it was a. It was it showed that it wasn't the um, it wasn't the one off, and that Rory was. Like, you know, it's hard to imagine he's only added two to that. All you know, these nine years later. But at the same time, Rory's been a star, as much due to that second one, would you say, as the first, as the U.S. Open the year before.
1: Um, I think it certainly. I think it certainly uh, validated that. That's you know? yeah, yeah, and 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 uh, I think Congressional is what really that was his breakout. I mean, because. In a lot of ways, he dominated that one more than he did Kiowa because uh, Congressional was playing very tough. And for for everybody, it seemed like except him. I mean, he it was a walk in the park for him for the most part. And that was a really, really hard golf course. Um, conditions weren't easy there. Um, Kiowa, I, I mean, he just – he was a magician, honestly. It wasn't like T to green he was that great. Like I said, I mean, he got up and – I don't know what the stats are. I mean, they're pretty high. I think it was 75%, which is – that's good for any level of player, especially on a course like that. And he short-sighted himself quite a bit, actually. So, I mean, he just had – he had the mojo going there. Uh, but I think we're all surprised that he hasn't won more majors up to this point because, you know, right then he looked like he arrived. He looked like he was, you know, Tiger-esque, honestly. And we were thinking he might win a major a year. And mm-hmm. obviously that hasn't happened. And and if he hadn't won, you know, at um, – you know, at Quail Valley a couple of weeks ago, um, yeah, I don't think he'd be the favorite this week. Uh, but because he did win and because he's won there before, that's why he's the favorite. But, um, you know, is there a clear cut favorite at, at, at the PGA? I don't think so. I mean, you're you're going with guts and intuition on your picks and a lot of this. I mean, there, but I mean, I have some reasons too as to why I'm picking certain players, mm. but nothing would surprise me in this one. Uh, you got to get some breaks too. I mean, there's pot bunkers out there. Um, you know where you wind up, how you escape. You know where you have to take your medicine. You know some players will get some breaks that'll that'll make or break them. So yeah, yeah. the the winner certainly will. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah,
0: and again, like yeah, it's a, it's about kind of having a couple of names in the field who you think will do well. But just staying on Rory for a second, because like you mentioned, there he is favorite. He's ten to one on Labrooks. It's not a, cl- a short favorite or anything right. like, but he's favorite for the tournament. And it does come down to I think winning in Quail Hollow and. You know which he's done before and winning here at Kiva, which he's done before, uh, you know, right. nine years ago. But I wonder, like, there was definitely a sense of demons being exercised on the 18th or you know in the last couple of holes for sure, um yeah. a couple of weeks ago at the Wells Fargo. But I do still wonder whether his form, despite that, justifies we've had a weird season. I mean when Rory won in I was just watching the official video there a few minutes ago the PGA when he won in um 2012 it was the first time in 16 majors that a, uh, somebody you know it wasn't a winner it was it, I think we had 16 winners in 16 majors up mm-hmm. that you know we're in a very similar situation on the actual tour this year in right. that you know guys are winning one off yeah. one off on everybody all the top guys except for maybe Ram I think have had a win this year but nobody's had two you know so Rory's form isn't any better than anybody else's and in fact was it you know, it was so no. bad. It was so bad at the Masters and before that. You're thinking, God, is he really in the position to actually go out and win a major?
1: Well, what, what the other thing I like about Rory, and I like about a lot of the European players in this field, is they're so used to playing links golf. Yeah, I mean, Kia was not a true links course, obviously, but it has a lot of links characteristics, and and it, you know, and it's Pete Dye, and and Pete Dye was inspired by links golf. And he incorporated so much of that into his designs. And in fact, you know, many of his designs are way more unforgiving than most links courses to be, you know, I mean, I've played some of your courses over there in Ireland and in Scotland and, and uh, I played some Pete die courses that, and I'm a fan of his work, but there are some Pete die courses. I don't really ever want to play again um, because, <laughs> because they're, so, they're so punishing, you know, they really are. I mean, I, I say that, tongue-in-cheek but you know when you get beat up after 18 holes and you don't have the skills of these you know tour professionals who are plus seven handicaps <laughs> you know for, for mortals like us um, and I have not played queue I would love to play it someday but uh, I would I would certainly set my expectations and score and score <laughs> a lot higher. Uh, but my point is is that is that the Europeans are used to playing in bad weather conditions or used to playing in wind. They're used to, and this course is going to run very firm and fast. They're used to those types of conditions. Um, It's past Palom, which, you know, obviously a warm season grass is very different than, than, you know, the, the, uh, the, the links grasses that you have over there that are natural, but it's certainly a lot closer to that than Bermuda or, or, you know, any of the cool season grasses that we have over here, like bent or rye. So you know, I think the obviously the weather is going to be warmer, but the conditions I, I think favor a lot of the European players. Um, and you know, so why not, Rory? Right. Uh, but there are, there are a few others. So, who are the
0: others then? I mean, there's like John Ram is next in the in the in the he's inconsistent, I suppose, this year again without that win. The Shambo yeah. 14 to one. Um, the ones I am most interested in talking about here, and I wonder if you're if you're going for either of them are um Jordan Speeds at 14 to one. His consistency, given <clears> what's gone before, is absolutely incredible. He's had six out of his last eight um tournaments, um, I think which I think are the only ones he's played this year, have been top ten finishes. And then you look at Dustin Johnson, who six months ago was dominating the world right. and is still world number one by a huge margin because mm-hmm. of what he put in, but he's been out of the top ten for his last six tournaments. And you yeah, know, that see. contrast is amazing given what what had come just six months ago.
1: Right. Yeah. Let's take Jordan first. Uh, This again, this is a course we're going to miss a lot of greens. So I, if if Jordan's hitting the driver pretty good, if he's keeping it in play off the tee, I like his chances because he has such great feel and he's so creative around the greens uh, that, you know, you just feel like he can get up and down in the most difficult situations. Um, And if he's putting well, and, and I'm told the, the greens are perfect there this week. So, you know, you can expect them. I think you can expect everybody to roll the ball real well. Uh, you know, he can, he can get a lot of hard earned pars and, and, you know, in a tournament like this, those pars are more important than the than the birdies. I mean, obviously you want to go on birdie runs if you can, but it's, it's not making many bogeys and certainly not making doubles or worse that really keeps you in contention on a golf course like this in a in a major and the pga is is not known for setting up the toughest conditions of the four majors um but in this case they're on a they're on a very tough golf course so um you know while while like the preparation of the golf course itself they're not making the greens super fast you can only get it so fast anyway but you know uh, it, it's just the nature of the course, and I think that favors a player like Spieth, and he has played well enough lately to show signs that he could certainly break break through. So, and and I believe it. This would give him the Grand Slam, right? So there's plenty of motivation. Yeah. Um, so it, that would be a cool story, and he is one of my picks and one of my pools. I do have him. Um, and then you you bring up Dustin, and the interesting thing about Dustin Johnson, he hasn't been playing well, but we know how talented he is. And we know how long he hits it long is going to work well on this golf course. If you can control your ball flight and when he's playing well, he can certainly do that. But here's the other issue. I mean, he went to coastal Carolina. Mm. He's played a ton of golf down there. Uh, There's no telling how many times he's played Kiowa. I I would think quite a bit, Um, you know, I mean, he's, he's from that area. So he knows it well and he knows how to play in those conditions. There are other coastal courses down there too. So um, and certainly, you know, Coastal Carolina is in the Myrtle Beach area and there's he probably grew up playing a, a lot of those types of courses. So um, I would expect I, th- I know he's pretty jacked to play this. He's pretty excited <laughs> about it. So I, I expect him to give his best effort.
0: Yeah. It's an interesting point, actually, for for courses that aren't on the the yearly, you know, rotation. It it does come down to experience, and if you're lucky enough to have gone to college in that area or whatever it might be, course experience could be massive on a place that these guys don't play. You know, they just there's been hasn't been a professional tournament there since uh, since Rory won. I think. Um, You know, uh, is there anybody else? Then I mean, the it kind of goes out after that. We we haven't mentioned Justin Thomas, who's in that. Mm -hmm. You know, it's the same guys there from Rory, Ram, Deshambo, Spieth, Thomas, Johnson they're the guys that we're looking at for has pushed his way into that right. conversation at the start of every tournament now. But, um, is, is it, is it Johnson and speed that you're looking at out of, out of the main contenders?
1: I, that those are two that I have. And, uh, I think, I think another guy that maybe we should look at is, is Patrick Reed. And yeah. the reason is, is because he is such a consistent ball striker. Um, his ball and he flights the ball well, in this, these kinds of conditions, um, you know, he's a guy that can, you know, he doesn't tend to hit very many wild shots, which is, you know, you want to be that type of player. He's, he's almost in some ways to me, he's kind of like a, a you know, a Zach Johnson, except with length, <laughs> you know, I mean, I, I would like Zach Johnson in this as a, as a, as a dark horse. If he hit it a little longer, I just think the yeah. golf course may be a little too long for him, but I may be wrong about that since it, the ball's going to run out. So if you're hitting fairways, you know, maybe some of the shorter guys would, would have a chance. Now, I'm not picking Zach, but back to Patrick. Um, we know that he is, um, you know, he he plays well in majors. We know what he's done. We know he plays well in big tournaments, despite any controversy around him. I mean, he's – the guy can play golf, um, and and there's not a portion of his game that's really weak. So if he puts it together, he's definitely got a chance. Um, and, you know, and I think you got to look at guys like Tony Finau, um You know who's a very consistent ball striker as well, and hits it long. Uh, again, it's is if it's the week that you get hot, a guy like him could certainly contend for this tournament. And uh, you know, and maybe somebody like uh, Gary Woodland, who's also very long and has shown that he's played well recently, so maybe he's coming into good form right now. So we'll see. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Um, Finau is an interesting one because I think there's a lot of people who have pulled the trigger on Fino a lot. He feels like he's going to do it one of these weeks. And I I know it's it's an interesting one because there's a part of me that thinks it's the PGA that these guys do get over the line on a lot. But, again, this course is almost – you know, we're not – this isn't the random winner um, major that sometimes it can be because of the course.
1: Yeah, no, no, there's no doubt about that. They've picked a course here – I mean, even like when they were in Valhalla, for example, which is a pretty tough golf course for a guy like me or you to play. Um, and for the, that's a course where anybody can, I mean, we remember when Bob May challenged Tiger Woods right down to the end and could have won that. So, yeah. and, and we haven't heard anything from Bob May since. I'm not even sure that he's still playing golf. Right. Uh, but um, yeah, this is, I would be shocked. and And of course, you know, a lot of people aren't even aware of it. Um, and it used to be 40, but now it's 20. There are 40 club professionals who are playing in this too. And, uh, that's like a separate tournament within the tournament. I don't know if there's any betting odds on how many of those guys make the cut, but that's, that's always been kind of the, you know, the little, uh, uh, you know, side plot to this for those of us who might be covering it. Uh, and, and I could, I couldn't tell you anything about, I mean, I know Omar Resty is, uh is the, is the national club pro champion, and he played on the tour. So maybe that guy's got a shot to make the make the cut. But honestly, I out of those 20 players, if one of them makes the cut, it's a miracle. Yeah, potluck. Not not the easiest uh, competition that they're right.
0: against this week. But it is a nice tradition that they play. And I think that's one of the things about – we'll get to a couple more picks in a sec. But it is actually the PGA – and I suppose maybe this is an international issue rather than one in America because of – that is a very american thing of the local mm-hmm. clubs but you know they all like i think sometimes the pga can be discarded as the the least traditional of the four and that is oh, yeah. probably fair really yeah. you know you're talking about the three biggest tournaments but to have like to you know this is what it's about it is about that um ability for every club in the country to have somebody who can qualify and go and play regardless of whether they're on the tour or not you know and it is an, it is a nice tradition in itself
1: yeah, that's, that's a cool aspect of it. And years and years ago, I used to, to, to work for uh, PGA Magazine. I was was on that staff 20-plus uh, years ago, and that was always something we looked at. And they used to, like I said, they used to allow 40 in there. And uh, a lot of the, the guys that make a living playing a golf bot, that was a little bit too much. And I think they dropped it to 25, and now it's 20. But it, it is still neat that they can – that they, that they, you know, that the club pros can get in there and play. It. And it is, after all, after all, it is their tournament. And, um, you know, before the PGA Tour, there was, it was only the PGA of America over here. There was no PGA Tour. Uh, the Tour Players, quote, tour came from the PGA of America. So, you know, that didn't split off until, I want to say late 60s, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's, it's a neat tradition. It's I'm always curious to see how, how those guys do and if any of them can break through because he, and i know a couple here here in houston for example who've made the cut um at a, at a pga championship and and it's you know it's a thrill of a lifetime for them.
0: so we've got um jordan Spieth, dustin johnson the big contenders then you've got like people who can make a run at it, like patrick reed tony fino you know again it's like can Reed discovered the form of the masters of a couple of years ago can Fino do what he's been promising for so long. They're, they're really interesting options. And one I'd like to keep an eye on. And then someone like Gary Woodland to kind of rediscover the form um, mm-hmm. that, that, that he had at, at the US Open a few years ago. And that's, he's 80 to one, as you can see there. Um, is there any, like, that's kind of what you're talking about as maybe the limit of these guys. You know, he has the pedigree there having won a major in the past, but this isn't a course that is going to throw up a random winner, but I know you have had an eye on a couple of guys with pedigree, but obviously You know, maybe no. Yeah.
1: I mean, you you know, besides the the 20 PGA club pros that are in this, you you also have past champions and uh, and and some guys that just absolutely have really no shot. Uh, (laughs) I mean, I don't think John Daly is going to win this, uh, but uh, (laughs) but anyway, uh, but uh, I I like Henrik Stenson just simply because of his history. And as far as I can tell, he still knows how to hit the ball. And this seems like it would be a good setup for him. I mean, you know, especially as great of an iron player as he's been over the years. So you know, if he catches lightning in a bottle, maybe I know it might be worth taking a shot with a guy like that. And then the one I one I love is, uh, you know, Podrick Harrington. You know, an mm-hmm. open winner, and um, you know when he's and he kind of revamped his yeah. wing think, in recent years, right? Yeah, um, yeah. So like, I mean,
0: Podrick's form is, is is what it is. He's going to be fifty right. this year and go on the seniors tour, but I he's 400 to one there. He won in 2008 as well. You know I mean? He won, he won the three majors in two years. Um, uh, so I, I, like, I, you know, has record in the tournament. That's why he's in there. But, you know, the one I like for that though, he's 400 to one to win the tournament. He's 175 to one on Labrooks, which also pays each place. you can get the, the top six or whatever to, um, to lead after day one. And it, you wouldn't put it past them. He still had some good rounds in him this yeah. year. And, uh, He's someone that can figure out his way
1: around the tough golf course exactly yeah that's you know it, it would it surprise us it would surprise us but it wouldn't be shocking right it would like wow right. there he is you know so uh, and it would be a great story um, you know another guy we didn't mention who was playing really well this year who's also getting close to 50 and and is a very very steady very great ball striker is uh, Lee Westwood so yeah Maybe throw him into the mix as well. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, why not?
0: Um, One other person, just to mention before we go, then that for more for people in this part of the world, uh, Mike is Shane Lowry, who, like, Mm -hmm. you know, I don't know, he's sixty to one there to to win the tournament. He obviously won the Open a couple of years ago. He's had what I would describe as a frustrating season because any time I watch Shane, he seems to be playing very, very good golf. The Masters, in particular. Right. Um, I mean, he struck the ball beautifully at the Masters, and he just left a lot of shots out in the course. By bad luck more than anything, maybe he was like, you know, a foot outside birdie chance a couple of times, you know, like outside the type of putts he should be making, et cetera, et cetera. And it just felt like he could have been in contention with the way he was playing. And I feel that's happened to him in a good few days, and he might be someone that's actually in better form than the stats might suggest.
1: Yeah, I totally agree with that. I mean, if, if you watched him from tournament to tournament, and like you said in the Masters, um you know he looks totally comfortable out there uh, it seems like he, ha- he he's having four five six holes really good holes in a row and then you know he'll get a he'll get a bogey where he shouldn't have got a bogey yeah. or not convert a birdie opportunity hit a par 5 and two and maybe three putt or be just off the edge and not get it up and down uh not that he doesn't have the talent to do that cuz he has great hands as we know um great feel great hands around the greens and it, 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 I think it's just a matter of you know the these putts dropping for him. To be honest with you, and, mm-hmm. and if and as long as he keeps the ball in play there, and he very well can. And again, I like the European players here because of the golf course, and and he's a guy that's you know excelled in those types of conditions. I mean, we over here in the United States, we don't really have an appreciation for it because we think, oh well we just compare it to you know the open and a couple other tournaments like the Irish Open or the, you know Scottish Openers mm. but you know and on the european schedule you know these of course he doesn't you know he's playing over here but there's so many guys that you know you play these types of tournaments all the time when you're not playing in like asia or something i mean a lot yeah. of the a lot of the venues in europe are this style or links or difficult weather conditions yeah. so they're used to i think they're the you know, the us players are are more used to playing, you know, just absolute perfect conditions a lot. And I think the Europeans have to be a lot more flexible.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's even coming true for the Irish or Scottish guys in particular, you know, before you join a tour, like Roy McIlroy won the West of Ireland, uh, I think when he was 15 or something like that, you know, and that's like, that's that's as linksy as you can possibly get on the the other side of the Atlantic Ocean. But um, uh, Mike, I think that's... um, really whetted the appetite for for Kiowa this weekend. Again, I think these courses hold a little bit of romanticism to them. You know, when we remember an old tournament, we remember an old Ryder Cup, and, you know, the difficulty definitely adds to the intrigue and some of the top players in the world, and nobody really standing out as an obvious favourite, a wide-open PGA. So it's all to look forward to, and um, we have your tips, and we're going to have a look (laughs) at them again, and hopefully the run continues. So when we talk to you before the US Open in a couple of weeks... Uh, we're I think it'll be four out of four then. Well, let's keep it going. <laughs> I can't wait to watch it. It's gonna be fun. It's gonna be a great week. Thanks so much to uh, Mike. Mike Bailey there, um, golf rider um in the US who's given us his tips for the US PGA. You can follow along, of course, um all week. Um it's gonna be live on um, Sky Sports I believe um, but you can obviously watch the PGA um, if you're having a bet on it we've mentioned a lot of odds there of course we're just having a little bit of fun please do always gamble responsibly visit net for more information we'll be back with more build up we're going to talk a little bit about fo- fo- football on the final week of the Premier League season is for me to say with Kevin Doyle later in the week so join us later.